Ha! E! O! Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. You're goddamn right you listen to the Bad Boys Podcast, where we're about to randomly rant on all things movies. This is episode 301, coming at you, blasting through your ear holes. I am your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me, as always... Harley, aka the man with the chest that's all beat up and bruised and shit. I think you think you're still bleeding inside your chest, <laughs> but it's okay. I got the remedy. I got the remedy. <laughs> I got the poison. And round out the posse, Tony, aka MCP. Fellas, what is going on? It feels like Yo. feels like it's been a long, feels like long the first time. time. Yeah, it feels like it's been like two two months since we recorded episode three hundred. <laughs> It does, huh? It does feel like it. it feels Almost. like it. It feels like just yesterday, Tony was stealing everyone's drinks. I probably I was did. blasting uh, Harley's chest like he like he was Ric Flair. Like wow, woo ha! It feels like you know we we've been we've been uh, been away for we took a week off, right? Just a little uh, week off. Just, just a, a week, week off. Just to let MCP catch up, you know. My man's busy over there in the lab working his butt off and. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, I don't know if you guys saw the teaser. We posted the teaser on our Facebook page, and uh, if you well, let me be the first one to say, it. yeah, if you have not watched it, go to the YouTube right now. Run, pause podcast. the podcast, and go check pause that it, shit out. Go check it out. MCP knocked it out of the park. Absolutely. Can I, can I ask you, Tony, how long it took you to edit that? Um, yeah, you well, I know, I know, I know. I, I got a quick little <laughs> trivia. I know the little graphic took him three hours to do. <laughs> the uh, the chalkboard effect. <laughs> yeah, that took me three hours. God damn, <laughs> son! Three hours. Yep. That's not even just uh, to get it to follow the. the yeah. Because I well, saw it, it and I was me, like, "Oh, that! Oh, that's cool. I wonder how ooh. he got that." Yeah. So it took that. me. It took me about an hour, including watching the tutorial and following it, to just get the writing down, and then it took me about another two hours just to track the fucking thing. Just to get it to move along and rotate and everything, and so I, I don't know why you sound upset or angry about it because it came out fucking fantastic. So mm-hmm. the whole teaser was like one of the greatest teasers of all time. So what about what about all the editing of just the actual clips? I spent about three hours splicing the bullshit out. And just like trying to keep like the main top 10 conversation, right? We're talking about the top 10, talk about the movie, a little, a little tidbit about why we, why we chose it, move on to the next guy, right? And we're just going around Robin. I spent about three hours. I got to number seven. God damn. So he's, <laughs> so basically what he's saying is about 30 hours on the cutting floor. Yeah. That he had to cut out. <laughs> Do you have like a new appreciation for like movie editing now? Oh, hell yeah. But no, like I told Fonzo, no one should ever have to suffer editing their own drunken self. Oh, that's, that's amazing. I'm like, oh, that's brutal. Fonzo's like, awesome. Awesome. Watch it over and over again. <laughs> over and over. Oh, 
That is, yeah, that is, yeah, it's, well, you got to explain yourself. I mean, t- I mean, like I said. Oh my God. I'll, no. I'll tell you, I'll tell you off the bat. Like after I sent it to people, you know, I was like, then I was like, wow, man, that was really good. I said to a friend and friends like, hey, man, he's like, that's really good production. So it's not without saying, Tony, yeah. everywhere it's universally love. Everyone's All right. Thank you guys. totally loving it. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's like I said, I, like I said, when I watched, I was like, God damn, I'm not just being biased because I'm in it. I'm, I'm literally no, saying, no, I just watched I, it, I'm like, it's truly fucking, it's yeah, really, when I really, saw really good. It, I was like, I'm trying to remember, were there any, like, was there anything better than that? I think like, Fuck, he, he got all the good ones, like, in one fucking, I mean, you kind of blew our load, but, uh, you know, no, it's, it's very, yeah, it was very good. Absolutely. The best part is that that was all before we even started. <laughs> that was all leading up to oh boy. starting the top 10. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was like, Fonzo was like, this is two years in a make it. And I'm like, well, fuck, it was like five years ago when I was down here. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was thinking of like the episode or like the numbers yeah. or, um, yeah, I don't know. I was, yeah, I had a few, yeah, there's a lot of alcohol yeah. consumption. There. Yeah. I was going to say, we all, we all were having a good time. Yeah, progressive gets, got stronger and stronger. And, uh, <laughs> was and there any alcohol? Was there any, uh, and, and, and now Tony, um, I would bet money, but correct me if I'm wrong. You, when you were jacking our drinks, <laughs> and there's evidence, and there's yeah, the drink jacker, the drink uh-huh. jacker over here. We, we already knew it, but to see it in video, to see you in action, something it's else. Like, right? It's like a security camera watching like a dog getting some food, or like a squirrel getting some yeah, trash, yeah. getting some food from a trash can, taking off. Like, see, there he is. I knew he took my drink, <laughs> and the way he did it so like Nonchalant. nonchalantly he's like no don't like, worry about it i got my drink I just i'm good i'm fine early. and the whole time i'm like i'm like wow that's strong and mcp's like well there's only half of it left so don't worry about it I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah don't worry about it. it's taking half of it yeah so no you so we so you can see why mcp's so hammered yeah you know what i mean yeah that's just just going down the line mm-hmm. the fact that and he's making drinks, but he's like, no, don't worry about it. I got it. I'll just, I'm just taking Harley's drink right I here. No problem. Not a problem at all. And you see it too, important and everything. <laughs> yeah, like I said, no, man, that was really well done, man. I, 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 it was such a surprise seeing it and getting like a little teaser of it. And then when I watched it, I was like, oh my goodness, this is really fucking good. I got to send this out. So I immediately cool. posted on Facebook and, uh, yeah, the uh, I think the teaser is going to be more fun than the actual top ten, just because <laughs> in the top ten I'm cutting out all of our stupid shenanigans. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know? so I'm trying to I'm trying to get it so we're actually delivering content to our listeners, and it's they're actually way. gonna just the rambling rants of a madman. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but it like it looked clear, you know. Like I said, unfortunately, green screen won't be used, but. Yeah, you should see. I should, I should. I should make a video of me trying to get the green screen to work. It's yeah. Put a camera behind you. Terrible. While you're I mean, honestly, the biggest obstacle is Harley's forest on top of his head. Just oh, is that it? captures all the green oh. in, in his hair. <laughs> and it's so like he looks bald. It's so. I'm like, yeah. It's it's pretty. That's funny. it, folks. He insulted my motherfucking hair. <laughs> it was gonna happen. It was gonna happen. 
That's exactly what it looks like, though. When I edit it, it just looks like a forest on his head. It's all green, like little green <laughs> well, trees. Well, yeah, so Chris, like, totally my point is, this, I think like, when you... looking world, you know, like a Lord of the Rings background, but <laughs> their hair looks like fucking trees. Well, there you walking go. Trees, so it's like, okay, everything we put up there, it's Harley's hair is part of it. Uh, <laughs> it's blue skies or green bushes. <laughs> I noticed you did like a real impromptu edit a couple weeks ago of it. Right. Like a big explosion. Yeah. And I had this like green aura around my Uh hair. Oh, yeah. It got worse. (laughs) (laughs) Should have kept the green. Yeah. So there's nothing you can do. His his hair is just. I mean, it's distracting. (laughs) Whatever I can do. See, I always told him, I always told that guy to get a haircut. You don't believe me. So I'm just going to be, at least the green provides a nice backdrop. And I'll, uh, I'll still, I'll still edit in like a, a picture in picture of you know the movies we're talking about or something yeah that'd be cool but yeah the green screen it's staying green yeah hey man you know it was out there you tried out our first video you know oh, what yeah, I mean? yeah, check, yeah, out, yeah. check out episode oh. 499 oh yeah we'll get a we'll get a full-on studio for that proper make lighting it, and everything. make it 420 just make it a big ass marijuana leaf in the background <laughs> yeah exactly i'll go around stealing all your joints exactly <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, welcome to this episode. I had a blunt in my mouth, and now all of a sudden it's gone. It's gone. You look at him, MCP, he looks like Dave Chappelle and Happy. Oh, oh no, it looks like, like Chris Tucker with the three joints in his mouth. Puff, puff, <laughs> give, Mary motherfucker. Jane. Puff, puff, give. <laughs> Small weed every day. And so, yeah, it's been a long time. And in fact, there's been two fantasy movie leagues that uh, have gone and passed. Ooh, oh, yeah, that's I think a good that's point. Done. Right, Tony? Yeah, I was hoping we'd forget all about it. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. that was it's just ugly. as sad as uh, Liam Neeson jumping over a fence a hundred times. <laughs> I should so like that was funny. It's funny as hell. Do man. this real quick so I can get up in. I don't even know half these movies. Triple Nine. There's a movie called Triple Nine. Mm-hmm. John Hillcoat, Norman Reedus, Aaron Paul, Casey Affleck. You ain't seen the trailer? Yo. Yep. Some robbery, some fucking heat style robbery and shit. You ain't never seen that. No, man. Where you? Where the fuck you been? John Hillcoat's my man too. Telling director of the road. Oh, I have to check that out. Six point yeah. seven on IMDb. That doesn't look very good. A gang of criminals and corrupt cops plans the murder of a police officer in order to pull off their biggest heist yet across town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at that cast. Look at that cast. Yeah. Go down the line. Look at that. Uh. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shwetel Ezjofor is in it? Mm-hmm. Woody Harrelson? Clifton Collins Jr.? Oh, shit. Michael Kenneth Williams. Tell him. How is he most known for 12 Years a Slave? <laughs> that is bizarre. <sighs> Anyways. So, so. Yeah, go ahead. So, what do you want to do about the uh, Fantasy Movie League? Are we going to go through? Tony? Well, is there any... Did you Did you update? Tell, somebody, somebody, missed, somebody missed one last week. I did. I haven't been paying attention. Nope. Oh? <laughs> I did not do week 12 because it's got four screens of Zoolander but no 13, 13 hours because it's not even on there. So they Tony carried Charles over. Like, oh, I see. Gotcha. 
it carried over four movies, and then week thirteen. Oh, I guess I can pick now. Tony uh, had like three movies on there. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't do nothing. Because it didn't. didn't uh, oh, that and that's the week that Scotty P came back. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so he won. Actually, no, Fonzo still won that week. Spoiler alert. Fonzo, <laughs> did you like update it? Were you actually? I actually went on there and did. Oh, yeah. okay. So that makes sense. I had to show love to to the witch. To the witch. Yeah. The witch. I heard that's good. In a in like a different like an artsy kind of way. I'm hearing yeah. See, I'm hearing the. It's got the horror community fighting. D- divisive. Yes. Like Baba Duke. So I really want to see it now. Yeah. And I hear uh, Satanists love it. Yes. That cult that was uh, promoting it. Mm-hmm. You know who doesn't like is a big fan is uh, former former guest slasher buddy, a.k.a. Christina. She didn't like it. Hmm. She's her boyfriend's money back. And I was like, hmm. That's, the movie's got a cinema score of C-, minus, but it's got an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. So the critics love it. But the general audience don't like it. It doesn't have jump that scares. That is bizarre. It like, right? That is insane. Normally, so it's, it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, critics hate it, but the audience loves it. What is okay. this? What movie are we talking about? The Witch. The Witch. Mm-hmm. First time director, the production designer. It was, like, loved in the festival circuit. Um, it did really well. And it was supposed to have a um, video de- video on demand release. But like it did so well in the circuits, they it got a big two thousand, you know, some theater release, and uh, it only came in fourth place and made eight million. But it still totally made more than its budget. And uh, hmm. in some people's eyes, you can say that's you know that uh, that's really well. It would have it's it's doing more than it would have done on the maybe you know. So if you look at it like a positive, it's like hey, look, like a. Here's an indie horror movie that came in fourth, you know, with all these other big blockbusters like Deadpool in the second week with 55 million or whatever. And here you got The Witch, um, cranking 8.7 million. And so you can say, hey, that's a win. You know what I mean? It wasn't even supposed to be in the theater. So, fake the positive. But, and you look at other people that say, oh man, it's it's fucking boring, man. Slow. Didn't didn't scare me or whatever. It's like, oh man, here we go. It's like, it's one of these slow-paced ones where it's full of dread and it's kind of um, people are comparing to like It Follows. And seeing the movie wouldn't have done as, as well, I don't think, if It Follows didn't come out before and people really like that. But it also had that it had that problem of being overhyped where it's like, oh, man, this is going to be the scariest movie, you know? Um, it's, in fact, it's so scary that my buddy Jeff won't even go see it. The trailer gives him nightmares. I'm not even kidding you. You've what? seen him, big burly boy, the guy beard. He says it's. He's like, I don't want to stress out. I don't need that stress. He says, he just, I couldn't get him to go see it. <laughs> don't bullshit me. I'm not. I'm Arnold. I wouldn't bullshit you. You're my boy. I'm telling you, we're at the warehouse, and I'm like, hey, we watching the. Are we watching the witch this weekend? And he's like, you know, I was thinking about it. I was reading some reviews, and I was reading some things because he likes to read reviews beforehand. I can't do that anymore. That shit drives me crazy. Thank you. Yeah, Thank he you. reads he reads positive or negative reviews beforehand, and I there's too many. Spo- is, I'm afraid it's going to spoil. I don't want other people's opinions getting into my head. No, I'll read them afterwards if I really really want to, you know. Um, but half the time I don't have the time, so whatever. But so we're at the warehouse, and he's like, "Hey, man, um, you know, I was thinking about it. I was reading some reviews, good and bad, and uh, you know, I just, I don't, I just don't need that stress. I don't, I don't need it." And uh, 
I'm like, what? Yeah, I just, I don't need it. You know, this is the kind of guy that will read something and get slammers. I mean, I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. Uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit later. My okay. own interesting, but um, well, real quick, Scotty P shows up and I'm like, hey, Scott, like Jeff, watch this. Jeff, want to watch the witch? Nah, nah, I don't want to see it. And he's like, what? What are you fucking? He's like, what are you? Kid, like, what are you scared about? I don't want to go see it. Well, you movies, movies like, yeah, movies, movies could be. uh, So I watched The Revenant, and I'll talk about it. But it was one of those movies where it's really heavy and really intense, and it's not enjoyable because what you're watching is so brutal, it's so hard to watch. Mm -hmm. And as you're watching, you're like, man, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. And I'm getting to the age where I'm genuinely like, I don't know if I'm enjoying this as much as... But if you look at MCP's metric, and emotion is one of the... Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's... But You feel something. Whether it's good or bad. I mean, it's making you... you know. And if you think about it afterwards, that obviously did something. Well, yeah, absolutely, and 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 I'm not saying the film is good or bad, but right. what I'm saying is I'm I don't know maybe it's because I'm maybe it's the age thing, but I genuinely sort of like question: Do I actually am I actually enjoying this? You it's know, it's like, he's making it seem like he's fucking sixty five years old. It's like I know. It's like <laughs> would I actually enjoy watching a deer get hit by a car? Wow, that'd be amazing. It depends on how fast the car was going, but imagine a deer. Imagine a cow getting hit by a big truck and the blood and all that shit getting going to blow. <laughs> like, wow, that'd be amazing. But would I actually want to That's see Tony's it? weekend? I don't know. <laughs> <guess that>. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So sometimes movies they're so good, or some of them are so yeah. good. Special effects are really good, the mood, all that kind of stuff. You watch this movie and you're like, it's really good at what it's trying to do, but I don't know if I'm actually <laughs> enjoying myself. See, and that's the fun part about horror movies. They always make you feel yeah. something, you know what I mean? It's like, but it's like you want to go there to feel scared and then, and then have that release of people. Oh, okay, God, you know, it's like, keep telling yourself it's only a movie or whatever. Um, like that old tagline they use for, uh, Last House on the Left. Just, it, and the trailer kept playing. Just keep telling yourself it's only a movie. It's only a movie. Um, I just find it fascinating that he just gets so scared. You know, he'll watch something. He's like, man, I was watching something. Fuck, I couldn't sleep that night. I had nightmares. <laughs> I'm just like, God damn, I can't remember. Last time I had nightmares. I mean, I mean, the last time I can remember us talking about something like this was when uh, Tony saw the Babadook. And that's and I hear that him. the movie is like that. That, What's they, that? that I hear people comparing it to the Babadook. Okay, which makes me go, I'm well, watching during the more daytime. Like, oh, Half and half, like, ooh, I want to see them. They go, oh, I forgot about when I saw the Baba Duck. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, you were watching on your laptop with your headphones on. In the middle of the night. So I was like, yeah, yeah I'm okay. definitely going to watch this, like, outdoors yeah. in the middle of the day. I remember watching. Like, you're like, I'm holding first... somebody's hand. <laughs> I don't care who I remember watching the first Saw at home. This is back before I moved up here. Yeah. At, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. What's with 2 in the morning? Is that, is that the... Satan's hour? I was like, an hour. I just, I, I stayed up to like fucking four or five o'clock. It was back when I didn't work, you know, I was unemployed. Oh, yeah. I just had all that time. I was just chilling. Um, and I remember you had turned me on to it. And I was like, all right. And I'm going to get the full effect. And at two o'clock in the morning, I was like, all right. The full effect has worked. I'm genuinely (laughs) like creeped and creeped. 
I like. I mean, I went to bed and I slept okay. I didn't have nightmares, but I remember watching a movie and like genuinely being uncomfortable. That was like one of the last movies that I watched that was like a from a horror standpoint. Right, right. You know. Um, but see, but see, that's what's fascinating. That story, the, that feeling you had. You know what I mean? After all this time, you can still remember that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it's just um, it's it's just very interesting to me that uh. It's kind of people decisive. And I don't know if like it's, I'm going to say if it's like, um, the general audience, if it's millennials, if it's old people. I mean, who knows, right? Um, they're giving it that score. But, uh, I don't know if they're thinking like, you know, oh, we're going to have jump scares here and there and there. And, uh, yeah, that's, I, I read that it's like not full of jump scares, which is what everybody expects. Right. And yeah, that's the thing. It's like, well, can't you go? I mean, are, are, so you think them going, going into the movie, they already have some sort of mindset of, what they think it is, and then when yeah. it's not, they're like, mm-hmm. fuck that movie. Exactly. But that's not fair. Well, people do that all the time. Yeah. You know, they go into one movie thinking it's going to be, you know, a comedy, and they get Zoolander or something. <laughs> oh, wow. There it is. It's Ben Stiller's shot of the day. <laughs> you have a gunshot sound effect? <laughs> Whenever you shoot down Stiller? <laughs> I am. <laughs> 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 oh, I did watch um Uh-oh. this fucking guy. I did rewatch um three third day. Third what is that fucking Russell Crowe movie? <laughs> what? <laughs> I think I didn't The Third Day? The fuck was that movie? The day the third day. Damn, Daniel. You can't three, remember? Oh, God. <laughs> the next three days. Next three, oh, that's that, oh, that Russell Crowe joint? Yeah, where he uh, he uh, decides he's going to break out his wife. Okay. Well, then we'll get into some reviews real quick. Yeah, yeah. So, we got a bunch quick, of extras. I'm, yeah, we got a bunch of extras we'll get through real quick. Um, and then do a homework next credit. And then we'll unleash our episode 300 to the, to the masses. Because somehow we got into that. Now we're over here. But real quick, again, going back to it to finish it off with the cherry on top. MCP. Fucking fantastic job. I hope you don't fuck up the actual episode. Because your teaser was goddamn Oscar worthy. Yeah. I'd give you an Oscar <laughs> if I could for best editor. I'm just going to leave the, the teaser. That's it. That's, I got to check, out, check out on the high note. That was it. Enjoy that. Just imagine the rest of it. He's just going to write down uh, all our top tens in a piece, a piece of paper and take a picture of him and go, there you go. <laughs> 300. Hey. With a narration. Tony's going to do a narration of the video. <laughs> Oh man! But like I said, no. It's like I said. If you haven't seen it, please go on YouTube, Facebook, whatever it's on there. Get some, show him some love, man. Comment on Tony. Tell him what a great job you did. I mean, we're telling him right now. We're totally fucking blowing him and tickling his nuts. But, uh, whoa! Easy. Far Cry. Far Cry Primal is amazing, according to Donaldo. It's playing a new All video right. game. All right. That's your new. That's your Donaldo. Tidbit of the he day. Just text you that or something? He's texting me that right now. He's so excited. He's, he's playing that game. He knows that you're doing the podcast. I should tell him. That. I should yell at him. I should call him right now. Can we get him on Skype? Yell at him real quick. His laptop on. Let me turn he's, oh, he's got a new smartphone. I don't have him on Skype. Oh. Yeah. That's special. All right. Well, listen to this, Donaldo. That was very rude. And I should have had my phone on vibrate, to be fair. Um, well, I didn't hear it, so. Oh, you didn't hear it? No, I did not hear the, the text. Oh. What text? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, sir. So, yes. So, like I said, episode 300, kicking doors down like fucking Gerard Butler. Give him nothing, but give him everything. What does he say, Harley? 
Huh? <laughs> exactly what he huh? said. Don't you? Huh? Let's try to try to You should just have three hundred playing in the background, the green screen. That'd be Dude, hey, why not? <laughs> Ready for the episode three hundred? <laughs> That'd be funny. That would be funny. Totally distracting, though. You know. Ain't nobody got time for that. That's true. That's right. Let's move it along. So, fantasy movie league. So, Tony already spoiled it. I won. Nobody was playing last week, so it really defeats uh, my victory. Thanks a lot, guys. I would definitely agree. You were killing it so long ago. That's true. Who was just milling up? It's like, fuck. I'm even even pumping the brakes. Pump the brakes, money. I'm slowing down, looking back. Watch it. So uh, let's see. Moving right along, then let's 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 get him cracking. Then let's uh let's start off with Deadpool. It's MCP and I saw Deadpool. That's Did you guys watch it together or? No, he well he watched it with my sister. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Ran into each other. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Right at the movie's over, walking we're walking out, walking down the ramp. There's a funny scene. Um, it's not a. It's in the second parts of the credits. It's not a huge spoiler. But Deadpool's looking at the camera and he's like, hey, you know, you're in the theater, don't leave trash, all right? That's a real dick move, right? <laughs> so every motherfucker in the audience is taking out their trash. I'm like, yes. this is incredible. I've never it. seen that before, right? So while when I'm walking down the ramp, I look at the two ladies about to clean everything up. And I'm like, is Deadpool seriously the cleanest theater you guys deal with after the movie is <laughs> over? Because look at everybody's carrying their trash over after Deadpool called everybody dick move. <laughs> it was hilarious. And then like, my lady's like, yeah, it pretty much is. I'm like, that's amazing. That's so funny. So I'm coming around the so after I talk to them, I come around the corner and I hear this girl go, hi. I'm like, hey. I'm staring at her I'm like, what a, who, who are you? What the fuck are you? Yeah. That's and what she you said. And she was like, hello, like, don't you know what the fuck I am? Like, and I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Totally like, I don't get a random girl just say hello to me. You know, I'm just like, just zoning out. I'm like, processing the movie over. I'm laughing. And I'm walking down a ramp and I say, hello. And, um, it was just wow, funny. Yeah. So fun. she had seen it. I wasn't, it was weird because I went to like, a like a later showing. Normally, you know what I mean? Normally I catch everything. In the morning, but that show was like goddamn eleven dollars and fifty cents, and I was like, "That's why I don't go in the PMs." God damn! I know I I always watch matinees, and even then, matinees Shocked. are like seven bucks or some shit. I'm like shocking, Harley. If I could no. take take a piece of uh, from one of your books from your playbooks there. I know, I know, right? <laughs> so, Tony, you saw it in the morning. Tell me, you saved money? Um, yeah, we saw it first thing, like you. eleven o'clock. All right, so Harley, what do you know about Deadpool? Oh, uh, I, I I don't know anything about the movie, other than I kind of I think it breaks down the the fourth wall. Uh, it's a huge surprise hit. It was a relative modest budget. I think it cost like sixty million or something like that. It was a passion project for for um, Ryan uh, Ryan Reynolds. Um, we even get a taste of Deadpool, I think, in one of the Wolverine movies, right? Mm-hmm. Hey. Um, yeah. okay, maybe not. Well, we did, but it <laughs> well, was it a is bad a taste. I mean, they, they Deadpool, but yeah, but it's not this Deadpool. It's so that, there was, right. yeah. I, I know there was this this whole thing, like they were going to make the movie, but he, the the character, the comics, whatever, is rated R. Um, 
but you know they don't throw fucking 150 million dollars at rated R movies, and uh, so I know it was in like sort of development hell for a long time. So I mean, it's it feels like six months ago they were talking like Deadpool's finally going to get made and it's going to be rated R. So I don't no, I don't know um, the whole. You know, for someone that doesn't know a lot, he sure does know a lot. Well, I mean, and I don't know anything about the actual movie because I don't watch trailers. I know. I asked you that. What do you know about Deadpool? When you went no, up I, don't, I don't know anything. God damn. That's the episode. I know what IMDb says. A former special forces operative turned mercenary is sub- subjected to a rogue experiment that leaves him with accelerated healing powers, adopting the alter ego Deadpool. Sounds like Wolverine. Why didn't uh, you say so in the beginning? From the film standpoint, I don't know anything other than that. So right. I, I guess I'm CP. It's amazing how much okay, money. Okay, it's made. just to stop talking already. God damn! <laughs> are success. you reviewing Deadpool or are we? No, I'm. I'm. I'm reviewing the cultural. I, the cultural impact it's had for rated R movie. Fuck make. up! <laughs> this much money is a big surprise, and I think you're going to see a lot of rated R movies, like kind of comic booky. Oh, it's going to be ridiculous how many rated R movies are going to come out trying to be like Deadpool. Everyone's yeah. going to break the fourth yeah. wall and talk to the hey, audience. The worst. That's it's going to be the, That's what scary me. It's going to be so stupid. It has already made yeah. 5 times its budget. Now, let me ask you guys, yeah, it, it was a, I think it was budget 50. I, I heard that it be Would you guys like to see an R-rated Batman movie? Well, we did see an R-rated Batman movie. It's called Batman. What? Which Batman are you talking about? Uh, the first Batman movie is rated R, even though it didn't need to be. The first Batman movie, the 89 Batman movie. Yes. 89 Batman is rated R. Look that shit up, B. I'm almost positive it's rated R. No, it's PG-13. I'm this just... fucking asshole. This... I thought for sure okay. it was rated okay. R. Okay, mutable. Fucking genius! <laughs> He's over 9,000! <laughs> Damn, Daniel. Cut him off already. I thought, uh, I thought it was rated R. Anyway. Yeah, why did you, this is supposed to be your favorite movie of all time. Batman Joker, you quoted every fucking, you don't even know what is rated? You make me sick right now. All right. Sickening. There you go, folks. You make me sick. Right. <laughs> I can't so, even, um, I this can't movie even. was fun. <laughs> The 1943 version of the Batman, that's rated R. No, it's not. It's not I talking. Know. I'm kidding. <laughs> MCP, please. Yeah, um, I've been I've been looking forward to Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> and talking about Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember my first exposure to Deadpool was actually Fonzo, um, in one of his comics oh. back in middle school. What? Dude, I I remember. This fucking guy. It came up, and I was like, "This this character that just kind of was kind of crazy, insane, and he broke the fourth wall type thing." And um, and I yeah, he's cool. Um, but then he kind of fell off the radar for me because I never was into comic books, but I always knew about the character, and it was a really cool character, like you know, badass Merker with a mouth. Um, and I, I remember with Wolverine, he was supposed to be it was supposed to be a big deal that they're going to show him, and then they. They cut off his main tool, his mouth. You know, the merc with the mouth yeah, with, with, yeah. with no mouth. Fanboys were pissed, Myself and everybody included. got pissed. Um, 
and his and the way they showed him on screen was kind of weird. It's like what was it, like Baraka or something. Well, they teased him. Remember at first he's in the elevator scene and he's just fucking killing this Deadpool, right? Right. Like, he's got the mur- he's you know he's right he's before he away and he's just getting on people's nerves and it's right. like that's like, perfect, right? Right. The but attitude of a suit. the character before he turned into the mutant type thing right. um, was was cool. But then they took him away from us when he turned into the mutant. So that's what this movie did. It finally got it right. Ryan Reynolds. And apparently um, in the Deadpool com- comics, Deadpool said that he looks like Ryan Reynolds mixed with a Sharpay. That's fucking In the comics. Awesome. Way, yeah. the back, way back what fucking when before Wolverine. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Nice. It was, people have like shown evidence of it. So it's, it's really fun to see that this was destiny. You know, it was fucking for sure. For he's been Ryan trying to Reynolds make it for 10 tell. years. Right. And that's, that's actually how it came up. Someone said, Hey man, um, you know, that you should be Deadpool because fucking it says that you should be Deadpool. And he's like, really? I'll check it out. And then, and it worked out. It's like his delivery, his style of humor worked with the Deadpool character and he's just kind of, he's pulled, he's pulled a Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Like I was Man. watching an interview where the guy was asking him, was like, now when I read the Deadpool comics, I read it in your voice. In his voice, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he just became Deadpool, mm-hmm. um, which was a lot of fun to see. Just, just for that alone, um, the movie's worth it. But I have not laughed my ass off in a theater like that in a long time. Wow. I was fucking rolling, dude. It was, Dang. yeah, it, it, it was, I was like punching Laney. It was so, <laughs> it was so funny. Deadpool made him laugh so hard he had to punch Beat up his girl, his fiance. Beat up my girl, yeah. That should be on the fucking poster of the movie, right? Because I don't Blu-ray. It would be so funny, I'm making punch your so fiance. Beat the crap out of my fiance, yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, she was, she was laughing too. It was, it, it, it was, it was surprisingly, uh, and that's what's doing. That's what's doing so well, right? This character that nobody yeah. really knew, but and, it's just, and it's just... her exposure to Deadpool mm-hmm. was the video game. Oh, I perfect. I was going to say that's a great lead into anybody that doesn't know the character too. Yeah, because I remember it was... Ronaldo playing the game before playing the movie or watching mm-hmm. the movie, like a couple months prior. Right, and and it just totally lets you like. I mean, it just gives you an idea of what the character is like. Yeah, yeah. And and it makes you appreciate what they were able to pull off in a major motion picture the theatrical release type thing. Um cuz it gets fucking rated R in this thing. It's gory, it's got sex, it's got language all everywhere. It's a, but it's a love story at the end of it. <laughs> it. We oh yeah, we watched it on Valentine's Day. Be, oh, see? Is, oh, Boom. I love you guys. That's <laughs> like, that's how it meant I, to be. Remember I mean, did you see the posters though? Like oh, yeah. and like the posters for the movie, and they made it like a romantic comedy where they had mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds and the girl. Like it looked like a Nicholas Sparks movie. Yep. Like you didn't see any of the billboards yep. that were like that. Oh yeah, I saw some. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was great. Um, so hold on, my favorite. You, wait, wait, your questions until yeah, no uh, real quick. Um, um, unless you, unless you, I don't want you to forget them though. But uh, no, no, it's all good. Um, just, I think my favorite part is quick. that if if you've seen any of the like teasers or the the leaked footage that came out. Mm-hmm. That's in the movie right Which he at the may beginning. Or may not have leaked. <laughs> What's that? Which he may or may not leaked. He said, <laughs> "Right, may or may not have leaked." Um, <laughs> but there was there was the footage where it was all like CG, mm-hmm. like it wasn't actual footage. It was a CG rendering, and they put that same rendering into the movie. Actually, shot it, had the footage for it, but it was right at the beginning, and it was actually pretty well done. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, with the credits and the and credits were the, the credits before, like right off the bat, you know, the, like 
like yeah. the the director was a fucking idiot or something. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, directed by an idiot, you know, yeah. starring the most handsome man. <laughs> yeah, written by a couple of douches or something like yes, that. Yes, yes. It's so good. Um, um, but yeah, I don't know if you ever saw that leaked footage, Harley. It was like a no. ten minute clip of like trying to uh, sell the movie. I to I told studios. you, I have not even watched fucking trailer to the movie. Okay, okay, perfect. Okay, That's cool. So yeah, um, because so, if you had like. You didn't have to wait for that to come on screen. It was right away. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's always been an issue with me when I watch a trailer or teaser or anything. Yeah. The content in the teaser or the trailer, I end up looking for it. Like I feel oh, detached yeah. from the movie until that scene finally happens and then I fucking relax. And so with this movie, it what happened because it was right in the beginning, I could enjoy the rest of the movie right away. Um so I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um but um it starts off with the, with the I mean just Deadpool being Deadpool getting shooting shooting people blood blood splattering everywhere and then immediately but before shows, that though he looks into the camera and says hi I'm Deadpool this is like he's like this is my movie you know and I say I might have gotten this funded by a guy whose name kind of sounds like Smolverine <laughs> <laughs> and he totally like shot that Hugh Jackman like not only once like twice two times like. That help 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 uh, produce the movie, you know, or help fund so it. So many little Easter eggs and shout outs and references. I think um, so I watched the YouTube that like they counted over a hundred. Jesus, little little hidden things. It's Do they take of shots of like the movie studio that they're working on, dude? Like, like I want I want to tell them some of the jokes and then I don't. I know. You know I mean? Don't don't spoil any of the jokes because they're a lot of fun um, to just experience organically. Just the one at the X Mansion. Okay, so it's yeah. So real quick, Harley, like it's 20th Century Fox, right? And you know they have the rights to Fantastic Four next, right? Mm. So that's why. Oh, so you don't know in the in the in the trailer they show they show Colossus, and they show another character, um, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. This one character, and uh, so they can play in the X universe, which is great with Deadpool, right? Okay. So um, in the comics, he's, he was created by Weapon X. Really kind of touch up on them in the movie, but yeah, they didn't they didn't touch on that too much. Yeah, which is kind of odd. But um, um, the way he meets his girl is hilarious. Um, and T.J. Miller, who's in it, he, he's really good in it too. Um, the jokes are fine left, right? they're just nonstop, bam, 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 bam. And and then it's just, a, and I, I would love to see the parents that took their kids to the movie thinking it was a superhero movie, and then realize every time we, you know he'd curse, everyone's like, what the f- what, what 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 what's going on? Why is this superhero curse? You know, and he even says it. I'm not a superhero, you know. He said it in the beginning, um, like, yeah, it's funny that I would, I'd love to hear Harley's take for not knowing about the comics, the video game, not knowing anything about, it, and him going completely fresh in the Deadpool. Um, it might hurt him because we know we, you know, we've seen Harley not like stuff before. You know what I mean? Mm. That uh, we were like, but this, I don't, I can't, I can't. I can't picture him not liking this. I mean, this is generally loved by by all audiences, which is which is really refreshing to see because it's just like a character that nobody really knew. I mean, it comes from this comics from you know X Force, and the, you know you guys know the, the character Cable. I'm sure you guys heard of Cable. I've you know? heard of him, but I'm not yeah, familiar see, with his power. You probably heard more of Cable than Deadpool, right? Oh, yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, man, the, the actions. It, it's like I said, it's because it's rated R. It's super gory. Um, one of the the fight scene, Tony, whatever, right? It's just out of control. Oh, the first, the first one. <laughs> no, when he fights Colossus. Oh yes. Oh, and then the tiny hand. Oh gosh. Oh, the 
Yes. There, there's damn. so many things in this movie. So many fucking that Harley, I don't really, want to talk about. You really want to gush about it? Like yes. maybe once you if once you watch it, we. Can well, agree. I appreciate you not ruining it. There's just so many like we can. Oh my gosh, we can fire off the. I just want to like gush how much I really like it, and I would I could gush more if I can tell you some of the jokes. But like I said, I don't want to spoil it because we would love for you to go into it fresh. Mm. But just. Like this is easily in my top ten. It's just it's just so much fun. Ryan Reynolds is like putting it all into it because he's you know, he's going all in on it. This is his project. This is like you said, the audience really wanted to see him. They want he wants to get this is like just this little fact this little piece of the movie that I really enjoy that I don't even it's silly, but from the comics, from cartoons, whenever anybody would put on a mask, their eyes would automatically become the big glassy white eyeballs. And in the movie, he has that. You don't see these people. It's always the white eye. I don't know why. I love that. It's oh. never happened before. You know, mm-hmm. not in the Batman's and the Robin, the Batman, yeah, I know, any Batman I, movie, anything. You know, I totally hear you because I've always complained about like, um, like in the Arrow or or even Batman, they put on the mask and they automatically have black paint around their eyes right right to, to fill it in and then they take the mask off and there's no paint it's not uh-huh. it's like uh, the biggest part was in batman returns when he gets the mask off right. he doesn't have it there it's like, right and but, was, um, grant he looks silly like a raccoon we get it yeah yeah so it couldn't work but, but this one was cool and, and especially since like, he was he was expressive around the the white eye like that it was it was it was cool he's wearing the mask the whole time and you would think of him being muffled you wouldn't hear it, but when he recorded in the studio and doing like like eighty hours, like he's wearing a mask or a muffler because I don't think the guy is taking that mask and the the suit off. Yeah, and maybe yeah. just for promos and shit. But he goes back home and puts right. it on. And oh, that's the one thing too. Like, if there was an Academy Award for like the uh, marketing for this movie, which even though Harley hasn't seen one piece of it, which is amazing to me. Well, but, ironically, when we were in L.A., <clears throat> we went to the Disneyland. We saw the uh, the ad where it says uh, uh, he's got the hand and the thing of a, a heart, and it was like take mm-hmm. your girl to Valentine's Day or something. It was like yeah. it was trying to like pump the movie up as like a an Anna note. She's like, I really want to see Deadpool, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> shocking. <laughs> so uh, by, then, by then I already knew that it was going to be rated R and violent. And okay, well, there's one yeah. like billboard that was like a poop emoji and then the letter L. And it was just Deadpool. It was just like, that was it. That's all it said. You know? So um, let me ask you this great. because, yeah. <clears throat> and I, I think this is probably the question for somebody like me, uh, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. And the, the idea is, is it rated R and violent and gory and offensive and breaks down the fourth wall? Just to say they did it, or does no, it actually? That's his character. That's his character. It, that's the actually, thing. Because it feels like it it's a fifteen feels, boy years, a fifteen boy year olds uh, wet dream of a movie. <laughs> well, okay, here's the thing: the last reason, time I checked, we're all thirty plus. Deadpool is is insane, and he will. He has no filter. Says whatever the fuck he wants, and he, his character is the only reason it's rated R because his character demands a rated R movie. And the, the comics, like, he written, talks to himself and then the, when he talks to himself, like his other voice is in like different caption color, like in yellow. Right. Like, when he in, talks in the, the comics, he has, when, he, when the voice talks to him, it's in yellow. <laughs> it's He's schizophrenic in the comics and in the video game. And he has other voices and he's t- 
talking to himself and people watch people see him and he's just talking to himself he's fucking crazy but he's hilarious Mm -hmm. um has no filter so that character demands a rated r movie because he's like i don't give a shit i'm gonna blow his head blow his head off it's like they don't they didn't put that in the film to make a rated r film they they made yeah, a they Deadpool that. film. Yeah, no, they weren't testing the waters. Like, let's, let's make an R-rated superhero movie. Right, party. right. No, they so like he, this is his character. True. Deadpool form. cannot have anything but a rated R movie. Right. It's like if that. there was like a budget of 150 million, then it would have been PG-13. And you, and and you're arguing if they if they threw another hundred million dollars at it, would would it be a worse film? Probably. Yes. Okay. I would say I would totally agree with that. Yes. Now to give it a rating, hey. um, real quick. Um, since we've we've mentioned this before, we talked about this in the past about superhero fatigue, mm. and this came out and it's just a f- breath of fresh air, you know. Um, like two guns after firing them off and sniffing them. <laughs> yeah, the you know what happened. <laughs> I, I watched that goddamn Ant Man movie that you know a couple of yeah. months ago, and I was like, I'm done. Like. <laughs> It was so, so forgetful, so bad. And I was like, and everybody was like, yeah, this is, it's fresh. And I'm like, what? This is terrible. Even you, Fonzo, you were like, I think both of you guys liked it. And I was like, this movie's fucking garbage. There's nothing funny about it. It's bad. It's bad comedy. The, you know, I'm sure it was PG-13. And it just felt cut and paste. And so I am, yeah, I am seriously suffering from superhero uh, fatigue. I'm intrigued about the movie, obviously, because of you know because of all the 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 hype or or whatever. Um, but I mean, you just you alone, like you know, being what you know, you, you always follow the box office and just seeing how it's done. I'm sure that intrigues you. To, uh, just that's to, probably that it's like this huge surprise hit. And right. I and I give a lot of credit to the marketing. I think the marketing did a lot. Did a, a it just goes to well, show the marketing. Know. Like I said, the, they made this movie around the character Deadpool. The marketing was selling Deadpool, not the movie. The mm-hmm. mo- the the marketing all seemed to focus on this crazy character and kind of just this is kind of what like he does. The massive no, like yo, this is this guy, and you're gonna like him, and you know? you're gonna like him exactly. And then the whole uh, uh, regarding the whole superhero fatigue, he's not a superhero. Mm-hmm. He specifically says, "Look, I'm fucking bad shit. All right, I, mm-hmm. I'm I'm dark as hell. I'm not a fucking superhero. Don't call me that." Well, he's an assassin, right? He fuck, want to fuck shit up, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah, he's exactly the hired gun. Yeah, he, he, he he's can't a be a, a superhero when he's just a hired gun. Yeah. So he's very real. He just like keeps it keeps it down to earth, I guess. Um, yeah. in, in, as down to earth as you can be in the superhero universe is where he keeps it. Yeah. And so it, it, that's where it feels like it's a breath of fresh air for me. Yeah. And for me, it's got a cool revenge flick because all he wants, all he wants to do the whole movie is fucking <laughs> kick the bad guy's ass, right? It's so true. <laughs> it does. And then, uh, and then, uh, and then it was this, and it was chick, you know, he's, it's got this little, you know, cool love story. Um, for any guy who's like, yeah, this, 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 you know, cool love story, or whatever. Um, but, uh, um, no, it's just funny to um, you see his interaction with like you know like Colossus or um, or the like are just always kind of like always. It's almost like Spider Man. He always has puns where he's always talking out loud. You know, I mean this one they just fucking nail it. And that yeah. beginning action sequence is like with the cars flipping over in slow mo. 
and you see him and the camera zooms in on him and he's like, oh, is yeah. he the stove on? It's shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. And like the, that's throughout the entire fucking movie. Whoa. And, uh, and it just works, man. It works for me so much. And like, like Tony said, he was, he was laughing his ass off. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's him and Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool, they just, they're, they're one, you know? There are two entities at one time. Now they're just one. They can never not be, you know, you see Christopher Reeve, you'll always think of Superman. Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, there's never, never, you can never see Harrison Ford and Han Solo again. This is them together. Deadpool is so much fucking fun. Um, like when I left, I, I laughed the, the whole, the whole time Did I have some little things that are like, yeah, you know, but they're minor because, um, they're, to- I had so much fun with it because I like the design of him. I like, um, I like, um, I, I like everything about it. I guess what I'm trying to say, um, minus the things, like I said, that I, little things that I was like, okay, I can forgive, but. After thinking about it, like not talking about it right now with Tony, he's talking about it now. I'm, I got to give it to Slater just because of the superhero. Like we were talking about how it's just, you know, we're getting so many of the same ones. But then when this comes in and it's just fucking work. And the only thing I'm afraid that this one doing so well is to see other shitty movies come out to be rated R just to be rated R. Because we had Punisher that was rated R. And I don't think a lot of people saw that movie or really liked that movie. Right. What's What's going to be tough is that mm. th- it's this movie didn't do well because it's rated R. It did well because it had an, a solid character. Right. Who exactly was, right. And I think that's what we're yeah, going exactly. to fuck up. Like, They're going to think what you think is what you just said is this rated R movie is really well. So we've got to make more rated R superhero movies. Like, no, 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 no. Deadpool's character, Deadpool, is going to work. Yeah. You're right. I mean, and I think they're going to go with it. Ooh, rated R money? Let's make another one. You know? Right. Right. Here, yeah, comes, that, here comes another Spawn movie, right? Mm. Um, I love to see another. Well, play. yeah, exactly. I, I read that Spawn started getting green lit, like started being. Well, McFarlane said he wrote a script. It's like, yeah, oh, sure thing, pal. Sure you did. You know, right. you probably had that forever. You know what I mean? Another dip did so well because <laughs> nobody can remember that first one. You know, mm-hmm. we watched it again, but it was just like, oof. I don't think it held up. You know, but to me, I like I said, I can watch this over and over again. It's just got that uh, replayability with all the fucking jokes and easily. Easily, I can say best Stanley cameo of all. Oh time. God, yes. yes! It's got an eight point six on IMDb. That was a fun movie. Exactly. Yep. Thank you. Yep. And I, I, I'm, I'm gonna stick to my guns. I have oh, to watch oh, it twice. But this is, I know this is gonna be a Slater. I'd buy that for a dollar. I know it. I know it. I know. I'm, as soon as I'm gonna watch it again, I'm gonna fucking love the hell out of it. Yeah. You should you should do it just for lady's poor arm that you bruised up probably. <laughs> yeah, make her sit on the other side. <laughs> yeah, even her get arm. her other arm. But see, dude, the fact that she enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. you know, we got a girl that you know, not in the comics, not in anything. But like I said, maybe she had a little more advantage because she watched the video game, played the video game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, but, but hey, my sister liked really it. Really refreshing. Hey, my sister, sister liked it, arm. and she hasn't seen shit about it. Yeah. See. So. So. It's it's yeah. That's what's really cool about it. That is what's really mm-hmm. cool about it. And to get Harley's take, especially since he's really over superhero movies, and he's fascinated about how, how much money it made. I'd be interested, but I can really give a shit about what Harley thinks. But not to be fair, <laughs> I really like to hear his take. You know, yeah. He's- I I applaud it. You know, we I anything that sort of tells Hollywood like your preconceived notions are wrong is great. And this is great. We have not seen a rated R movie. This is the the highest grossing rated R film 
since the Matrix Reloaded, yo. See? I that know. I mean How's he got I, numbers? I, I I mean it's like it's way it's way up there with like Terminator Two is like being the highest grossing rated R film because when they, you watch it though, man, you'll understand. Yeah, no, I get it. They it it's just a fascinating what has happened. We've sort of like PG thirteenized every movie. And the only movies that are rated R we we don't throw money at. Studios don't throw a lot of money at. We sort of kind of we just make all these and we've seen some great PG thirteen movies. I mean, don't get me wrong. And we've talked about it ad nauseum and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um <clears throat> but hey, did you say to the two credits? Yes. Okay. Cool. So it, it's it's interesting how how Hollywood is now they're going, Oh shit, we gotta rethink this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like should we, I, like should we make if, Transformers rated R? And I'm wondering if I wonder if Suicide Squad will come out rated R. Well, that's got a team of villains. How can that movie? No. Make I know, I know, and that's that's what I was just thinking is that the reason Deadpool works is because he kind of talks the way most the way most of us talk. You know, we 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 don't when we're with our friends, we don't really filter ourselves and all that. Right. You know, you, you go PG thirteen when you're in public and you might you know the 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 you know the public might overhear you know your teacher might hear you talking so you talk pg-13 um but once that's not get, once the, the mic comes on you're on the podcast it, <laughs> let it all out yes yeah, right it's like pg-13 you're cyclops right yeah super, super boy scout and then you uh, radar your deadpool you know yep. but the you know the one radar movie i like to see that wolverine oh for sure and I always I just, wanted. I just want to see him fucking cut someone's head I off. I want to see him go fucking insane. Just once. Oh yeah. Just fucking cut some motherfuckers up. Another example, give you that Wolverine video game. There's blood all over that fucking place. You're cutting up fools left and right. I don't remember what game it was. I think it was a demo I played. I don't think I ever even had the full game, but I played the well, demo. Well, with this that said, I want to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles rated R. Why not? That motherfucker's got two samurai swords. You know, hey. correct shit. Well, in the comics, I guess they were a lot more hardcore. You know, the know. black and white comics. See, the black the and interesting white thing yeah. you pointed about Suicide Squad is, um, what the fuck was that? Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! <It> scared me. <laughs> ba 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 duck. <laughs> Chris just informed me that I'm screaming. So. Oh. So you can tell her to be quiet? You can yell at her? No, everybody else is trying to sleep, so... Oh, oh my uh, God, who the hell cares? <laughs> <laughs> so, every... So, all right, so... So, Suicide Squad, right? Yes, yes. As you pointed out, it's got a bunch... Of, it's, it's a movie about villains. It's fucking bad guys. It's a bunch of bad guys. How can they not curse? They're bad guys. Who is it written and directed by? David Ayers. Ayers. Right? Every single movie he has directed has been rated (laughs) R. Yeah. So every goddamn one of them. So uh, especially, I, I can't help, I'm sure that while maybe Hollywood has really pressured him to make a PG-13 Suicide Squad. Um, I'm sure there's a rated R movie on the cutting floor. But, dude, think about and, it. Wolverine if, rated R. Wolverine. Yeah, for sure. If if maybe, just maybe, um, 
Deadpool has 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 been enough to sign off on a rated R Suicide Squad, then I would say that's probably uh, success right there. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, a, a rated R Batman movie that's never been done. Really? I mean, imagine what yeah. Joker, well, imagine what Joker can do rated. You know, if it's rated R. You know? Yeah, I mean, I get it. I, but Wolverine, though, for sure, right? Just from the violence standpoint. Yeah, well, Wolverine for the violence. Deadpool was for the the shit talking character. Um, Wolverine would be for the violence. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, fucking claws, man. I just want to see him rip shit up. It's him and him and Sabretooth going at it, fucking, or him going against a bunch of ninjas. Like the last movie, man. Tease us so much for him fighting all these ninjas, and then, fuck, man, just let him lose. Remember that X X two? He fucking takes that SWAT guy and he takes him to the fridge and stabs him. I want to see Tarantino style blood going all over that X mansion when that shit happened. You know, <laughs> sadly we can't. Tarantino directs X-Men yes. 19. Yes. Old man Logan. I'm fucking <laughs> all over there. So so we all know Tony gave it a slater. We'll, uh, he will. Yeah. I will. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I admire him not breaking his rule. You know, he's always been that stubborn his entire goddamn life. And I don't expect him to change. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. So, okay. So Deadpool. So that's MCP. He's done. That's it. He blew his load. Yep. I'm, you know, I'm taking a nap. Good. Wake me up when you're all done. Right. <laughs> Skeet, skeet, skeet. Uh, let's see. Let's go with Harley here. What did you see, Harley? Let's... I'm gonna I'm gonna review two movies back to back. Go for it. Because they're sort 30. of they're what's that? Don't take thirty minutes. Don't take thirty minutes like you guys did with uh, Deadpool. Hey, Deadpool needed to take all this time right here, though. Why is that? Was it that great of a movie? Did we just not? Did you not hear what we just said? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Tony, did we just not gush for it for like twenty minutes? Seriously. Oh, Tony fell asleep. Never mind. <laughs> oh, da, 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 da. <laughs> so, I rewatched True Grit. Um, I don't know. I was on this like kick. I wanted to watch some like Western films, um, some some uh, some historical films. I don't know. I wanted to get like see what some I some awesome some, old Tomahawk. Some I know, I know. I have it. I want to see that. I, I want to check it out. You so, see that? I know, I know, I know. I got it too. I just need to watch it. So um, it's on my list for sure. I wanted to rewatch True Grit because I remember us watching it and liking it. And uh, obviously, it's a Coen Brothers film. Although, interestingly enough, PG thirteen could have quite possibly been much better if it was radar. A lot of fun. I enjoy this movie a lot. It's good. Um, there's this sort of ore of authenticity. Uh, you got Jeff Bridges playing uh, Rooster. Uh, Cogburn, and then uh, Matt Damon, Fonzo, you dude? your favorite Lebu, Lebuff, um, yeah, and obviously, and Jeff Bridges, he's awesome in it. He's sort of the main character besides Haley Steinfeld, um, and uh, it's very well written. It's very well um, acted. Remaking the old John Wayne movie. Yeah, yeah, um, and you got a lot of a lot of supporting Barry Pepper. I love yes. Barry Pepper. I was like IMDb and Barry yes. Pepper. I was like. We need, he plays Lucky uh, Nick Pepper. I know. We need more Barry Pepper. So Josh Brolin's in it, although he's not in it a lot. Um, but anyway, so so very cool. Very – it felt um, – I watched it – when did I watch it? Did I watch it before or after The Revenant, which I'm about to review? I think I watched like half – you know what happened was I watched the first like half of it. 
And then a couple weeks later, I finished it. Or a week, not a couple weeks, but like six or seven days later, I finished it. And and in the meantime, I went out to the theater and I saw The Revenant. And I remember the first like half watching True Grey going, wow, this is cool. I dig it. It's very feels very authentic. feels very... Um, you know, the dialogue, you know, the outfits, you know, the, the dirt. And then I went and saw The Revenant. And then I rewatched or I finished True Grit. And I, it was a totally different film. True Grit felt like a bad straight to DVD, like low budget independent Western. Like it looked so cheesy and campy now the dialogue was still fun it was still it was still enjoyable to watch as a movie but it it didn't feel anything it didn't feel anything um from a visual standpoint the revenant however it is so gritty is so it's it's what all the 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 uh, i saw it like a week ago too it's been a while it's uh it's heavy it's because it's so visually intensive and authentic and i'm sure you guys have have read all the the talk about how it was filmed with natural lighting um it was filmed in the snow i mean the whole movie takes place in the snow uh i had no idea it was kind of based on a true story <clears throat> so to finish up real quick true grit solid buy that for a dollar Especially if you're a Coen Brothers fan. i buy that for a dollar. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, Jeff Bridges sort of steals the show. Although, if you're going to watch True Grit, watch it with subtitles. Because Jeff Bridges is talking like this. <laughs> and you don't want him. You're going to have to come see me alone. I'm going to shoot. I didn't know shot that guy. What you talking about? You're going to have to go get him. And Matt Damon is like super proper... Uh, so it's, it's a funny, uh, um, the movie's more entertaining as opposed to the Revenant felt educational in the sense of this is what it was like if you were mauled by a bear. So the Revenant is, uh, obviously it was directed by Alejandro Gonzalez, um, and it takes it follows Hugh Glass, which is uh, played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, IMDb: a, front, a frontiersman on a fur trading expedition in the 1820s fights for survival after being mauled by a bear and left for dead by members of his own hunting team. And that's really uh, it, that's really what it's about. I mean, ultimately, Infonzo, you'll love to hear this. This entire movie that's two and a half hours long is one gigantic revenge flick. Hardcore revenge flick. That's yes. all that's all it's about. Is He's after Tom Hardy. Yes. And I had no Man, idea. That's all you had to say. I know, I know. And I had no idea. Uh Hardy <laughs> is playing John Fitzgerald. Uh, let me ask you this. Does Tom Hardy is Tom Hardy what? Do you need subtitles when Tom Hardy's talking in this movie? No, no, this movie doesn't need any subtitles. Um, 
They the dialogue is very little. There's very little dialogue. The one problem with the film for a lot of audience, uh, like Fonzo, is it's very. Why you gotta fucking single me out, motherfucker? No, because you don't like Malik, and this movie has forty (laughs) five minutes of Terrence Malik written all over it. Beautiful. This movie. I'm also is, sold. From from a screenplay standpoint, it's an hour and a half long. Let me ask you like, this. It's a 90-minute film. All right. Let me ask you this. I'm you think Lucky Leo's going to win the Oscar? No. You don't, you, you don't think so, huh? I'm not loud. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Mm, got trouble. She told no. you. He's not. He's not gonna get. Why don't you man up? He's not gonna win. I just told her I was alone. Uh, (laughs) This guy instigator over here. (laughs) (laughs) He's not gonna win. You know why? All right. Because he doesn't talk. (laughs) The movie's two hours and thirty six minutes long. He has less dialogue than Arnold does in Terminator One. Like he he doesn't talk. He it's it's a lot of gritting. It's a lot of uh, ah, e, oh <laughs> click. <It's a> lot. <laughs> yeah, come into my band. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pull up in a ood. Uh. It's it's oh it's a, man. I got you both. I want him to win just for him doing that. Can he win off for just him doing all those groans, groans and grunts? I you know. I, I think. Why are you hating on Leo? I know I'm not hating on Leo. He's won every award everywhere else. His performance, you don't think is, do. his performance is great. Tom Hardy's performance is great. I think, I think why we sort of have like, oh my god, he's going to win the award, is because he wasn't acting. This movie was brutal. There are scenes, right? There's no blue screen. The the only special effects is when he gets mauled by the bear. And the the bear is CG, although it's done very well. But there's no way they got a real bear to, to maul him. And there, I mean, like I, I won't spoil it too much, but I will say this: like you know, all those movies where you see the bear and the quick editing and shit. No, this shows the bear ripping his throat out. <laughs> like <laughs> this shows the bear grabbing him, flopping him onto his stomach, and then nice. just. Ripping at his back. So they don't cut to a guy in a suit going, This is one. Because because if you remember, this guy directed, what? One hour and a half long take. Birdman. That movie's interesting thing was it was one long take. Well, this movie isn't just one take because it takes over, it takes place over months. But it has a lot of really long takes and the mauling scene is one of those takes that's like it's like four minutes long but if you could imagine there's no movie that has ever been so sort of cringe inducing this is what i was talking about earlier in the podcast about you watch this movie i wasn't being entertained i was being I, I was like, this is brutal. It's it's too hard to watch. Like, I genuinely was like cringing and looking looking away from the screen. And maybe some of it's again my age. I don't know. But you watch it and you're like, oh my god, it's too it's too real. 
It's just too the setup. It happens relatively early in the movie, um, but it it just everything is the the setup for it, and then everything after that is the real deal. He's in the snow. He's jumping in frozen lakes. Like I I don't know if Leo has an amazing insurance policy or whatever, because like the stuff he did is real deal scary. I wouldn't do that. Like, I know what cold water feels like, and he's jumping in rivers where there's streams and sh- like, it's like, it's insane. I don't, I don't, I don't know how, I guess in one of the scenes he is actually eating real raw liver from a fucking, uh, a bison. Like, really, nigga? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Daniel. <laughs> Uh, Alejandro Gonzalez in Yuritu, although I whatever the fuck you know how I love all them goddamn Mexican directors. Mm-hmm. Um, he should win best Oscar for for best director. That's okay. without okay. a doubt. Um, beautiful. With that said, time. I've I've read that he is a pain in the ass to work for, and he had to fire some people during it. Okay. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um amazing film everybody should see it it's it's hard r don't get me wrong it's not for everybody it is a little long for a lot of people i think it helps i think it adds to the film it's beautifully shot like everybody has said every you know every review that kind of talked about it being sort of again again very terrence malicky but if you know me i've enjoyed some terrence malick films not all of them but some of them and this one, this review is like a Terrence Malick movie. There you go. Um, this one really, uh, it's just as you, you just really get engrossed in it. You just watch this movie and you feel sucked into the time period, and you really feel like it feels. It's hard to say because it's not like a documentary because documentaries are boring, and it's not boring at all. Um, Feel like Oregon Trail? It feels like you're living it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and everybody dies from dysteria eventually. And so, uh, when I was done with it, all I thought was about the review and like, again, you know, a Slater, a buy that for a dollar. We don't, um, and, and I feel like without a doubt, it's, it's the quality of film that is a Slater. Uh, and I'll watch it again. I would watch it again uh, right now. So, um, yeah, I mean, for that sense, it is a Slater. Um, that was a fucking movie. But it's I not don't know everybody. about you, Tony. I'm so it's, it's not for everybody because it's it's a it's heavy. It's just heavy. You're watching it and you're just like, you know, never was I bored or it never felt slow. Like the pacing, the editing works. Um, the characters, I mean, he, granted, Leo is on the screen 90% of the time. The film really is about him. Gotcha. But there is, it also does cut to the party that left him. And the, the you're like, how the fuck did they leave this living guy? Like, he was alive? Like, they left him for dead? Like, what's that all about? Uh, movie does a good job of explaining that. Um, all the supporting cast is really good. Tom Hardy, uh, Dom, Dom, Domnal Gleason, Domnal Gleason. 
dumb ball. He's kind of like he's kind of like in everything right yeah. now. Um, Will Poltier, he's in it. He's another kind of good guy. Um, it it resonates with the classic good guy bad guy movie, you know, where where we get a really bad bad guy that has an arc. You know what I mean? Where at the beginning you're like, nah, he's just a prick. But then as the film evolves, you're like, oh my god, this guy needs to die. Like a lot. Um, <laughs> die and, much. Many much. And then uh, Leo, his everybody has an arc. And it's a brilliant film. It's brilliant. It really is. It's one of the better films I've seen in the last couple of years. Um, but I could see some people watching it going, it wasn't for me. Um, but if you appreciate sort of filmmaking and stuff like that, it's a brilliant film. So, um, it puts true grit to shame when it comes to realistic looking historical. Yeah, that's the Coen Brothers too. That ain't no. Yeah, there ain't no joke. That's, that's why. Shot, that's man. why after I finished that, I was Big like, time. "Oh, this movie looks fake." <sighs> yeah, Revenant right. gets a slider. It really is. It really right. is. Like, so, sorry, I go ran on. No, that's worse. So, uh, real quick, I'm gonna talk about a movie that came out in 1982 called Pieces. Grindhouse released and just came out with a three disc Blu-ray set. And it's amazing. It comes with a little puzzle. Now, the puzzle in the movie comes with a little puzzle with a naked chick on it. And why did it give me a puzzle with a naked chick? I'll tell you why. Because in the very beginning of the movie, we got this little kid playing with a puzzle. And when you, when the camera zooms in, it's of a puzzle of a naked woman. And there's a little boy who wouldn't want a puzzle like that, right? Mom comes in, starts freaking out. What the fuck? What are you doing? Why are you, where'd you get this filth? It's just filth. Yell it, you know? And top form fucking badass, bad acting you've ever seen. She's just going off on him, trying to look at stuff that he has and this and that. She's like, can't believe this. What are you doing with this? Yada, yada. She's going off on him, right? So what does the kid do, you know? Was he going to cry in his room? Nah. Was he going to go and uh, tell his dad? Nah. What's he going to do? He's going to take an axe and take it to her head and just, and, and, <laughs> and go town on it. Not once, not twice. But three times a lady on the top of her dome. Three we got times a lady. <laughs> we got blood squirting <laughs> everywhere. We got blood all over him. And uh, and uh, he starts cutting her off. He starts cutting her head off. And, and, and sees his souvenir. And what's he do? He goes back to his puzzle. Uh, the cops show up and they figure like, oh my gosh, something, something terrible happened. You know, this poor kid. Now realizing it was him, right? So when he grows up, he's fucking around. He's, doing, he's fucking up more people. Um, the synopsis on IMDb says, oh, right. I was um, run, bitch, run. Oh, <laughs> uh, the synopsis says, young co-eds are being cut by a chainsaw killer on college campus. The killer is attempting to put together a human jigsaw puzzle made from body parts. And I, love, I love the tagline on the poster because it says, you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Mm-hmm. And literally the first 10 minutes, we got a grow, you know, we got a grown up kid. I'm in full on like black gear. You can't even see him. Trench coat. You got, you got this girl like studying. Just turns around. Chainsaw just right through her head. Head flying over. Blood squirt over. Like god damn. Ten minutes. Been so many uh, kills already. It's insane. Um, the Spanish film. So it goes off back and forth between it being dubbed and 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 people speaking in Spanish. So it's like it's just horribly dubbed. But um, it's just like Billy Roth, like one of his favorite '80s slasher movies. They always. Promoted like on the box or when you're reading about this movie, and uh, I've always read about it. It's got um, like one of the best horror endings to a horror movie of all time, and uh, I have to agree. After I watched it, it was pretty funny at the end. Um, it's not everybody's cup of tea. I doubt any one of you guys would watch it, um, but 
to me in a uh, fill the void when I was watching it because I was like, you know, I haven't seen a uh, like a horror movie like this in a long time, and this one people just go nuts over. People love this movie. So um, another cool thing about this movie, uh, record company released the soundtrack recently, and the record company that released it, uh, their their company's name is We Release Whatever the Fuck We Want Records. Literally, that's their name. Yeah, it's the greatest. It's so funny. I don't know if you guys ever seen the YouTube video, and I'm gonna have to probably find a short for you guys. But it's just one of the easily one of the best acting of all time. And I'm gonna set it to Tony if you guys can hear it. Um, it's just like everybody that knows this movie has, uh, just knows about it. There's a theater in um, in L- L- L.A. that it's gonna be screening it. I'm gonna play it for you. Here. Sample it for you. If you can play it, Tony, for all of us. Send it to you right now. This 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 is just famous for everyone that's seen this movie just absolutely knows this this line here. Alright, here you go. Ready? Cue it up, Tony. <laughs> it's just, just I don't know. It's just amazing. Everybody everybody knows this fucking this part of this whole movie. I don't know if you guys may you guys might have even seen it as like a Yes! While we were out here fumbling with that music, the lousy bastard was in there killing her! Bastard! 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 (laughs) She cut that poor girl in half while she was still alive. Oh, you should, you you have to see the visual too, Harley. It's fucking fantastic. Mm. And uh, and in the record, it's got that etched in on one of the sides. It says "bastard" <laughs> and "longer," and then in all caps, it's amazing. So pieces, it's a lot of fun. Buy for a dollar, so much fun. I'd buy that for a dollar. And then, uh, real quick, Colin Hanks made a documentary about Tower Records. Did you guys ever visit Tower Records? Oh yeah, yeah. Tony, did you ever visit it? Uh, there we go. I think I probably walked by one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my dad used to take me to him. Yeah. Lunch. Yeah. Uh, Tony, or myself, Harley, and Albert, we went to go see Moby there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, this is a, um, I can't find an IMDb for some reason. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, this was Colin Hanks directing, uh, talking about Tower Records and the owner and how, how huge it became and, Oh it yeah, it was yeah. doing all over the place. There's, there's still some stores in uh, Tokyo that are doing really well. Or in Japan, yeah, it was it was like Hard Rock Cafe. It was this sort yeah. of cultural. It, oh, it, back I, in the seventies, it was with smoke, drink, party in the back, and it was just yeah, beautiful. it was it just I I mean, it was sort of like the very symbol of music, rock and roll. Like, and then they'd say you know, they'd adapt when CDs came out, and then the. They said yeah. they adapt, and then when uh, the Russia came in, it really changed everything, you know. Because there was one point where one of the one of the executives was like, "When they remember when they had CD singles, remember that?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they trust like, me, they, I know. Yeah. I got a bunch of them. Is yeah. a fucking CD DJ. I got shit <laughs> you get like bonus tracks, you know, or some remixes on the CD, right? Um, I remember having a bunch of Busta Rhymes, a bunch of hip hop singles. Um, but I remember one of the record executives was like, "They get, they got rid of them. They're like, no, no, why should we make them?" By the one they like on them, we should have them buy the whole album, right? And he was like, going, you know, did that maybe hurt the industry if we did that? Maybe. I'm not gonna say it did, but, uh, you know, should we have changed that model? Maybe. You know, and I'm like, you, you, you're watching yourself, you're thinking, you know damn well that did, you know what I mean? Because now iTunes sells like a track for like 99 cents or $1.29, whatever. Um, 
But when they did, they, you know, they were just like, no, we should have them buy the whole album. And it's like, well, that mentality, you know, it's not, uh, not gonna last. And, see, and see, remember CDs were really expensive there too, Tower Records, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, dude, nobody wants to buy this. So, oh, they said when Best Buy came in too, that's what really hurt them because they were selling everything for a lot cheaper, you know what I mean? Um, it was just fascinating. If you like music, it was just cool to like, um, Elton John would always visit Tower Records and Sunset. He had like a huge list. Like his chauffeur would have this like notepad and he, he said he'd buy three copies of each, one for each of his houses. That's all a fucking rich demo fucker was. That amazing. And they would just leave him alone. He'd go, they'd open the store early for him just so he can go in there, you know? And then, and then Springsteen, they always, and Dave Grohl was like, they interview him. He's like, um, from, you know, from Foo Fighters, Nirvana. He was like, uh, Tower Records is the only place I can work with have, like, I have long hair. You know, I've always wanted to work there, you know? And, um, yeah, Bruce Springsteen, everybody ever talks about having, wanting to have their record at Tower Records. And, um, yeah, if you're a movie fan, you know, it's a really cool doc. You should check it out. So, mm. everything must pass and everything, uh, I, I don't know if it is called that because I can't see it on here. It says, it's not on MDB, but it's weird. But, uh, I think it's everything must pass, yeah. Was it Tower on Netflix or something? Um, it's on, it was on Flex. Oh. Yeah. Um, what else? Let's see. Anybody saw something else you said? Oh, I started this show, Vinyl on HBO. Sorry, real quick. Bobby Cannavale, Martin Scorsese directed the first episode. It was two hours long. Hmm. Um, about record as X back in the day in the 70s. I'm trying to sign people and Bobby Cannavale is just awesome in it. And, uh, it's just, it has like a Scorsese feel through it. F-bombs being dropped here and there. There's alcohol, there's, there's, there's fighting, there's fucking coke, there's just, oh, it's everything. It's just, uh, it's awesome. It's, it's gone through its uh, first, uh, or two episodes in now. So it just started. So if you have nothing to watch right now, you know, give it a shot. I we just like started, uh, we just started Homeland. Oh, okay. Hey, the first two seasons are great. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, right on. Yeah, I stopped up with that, but Amy really liked it. She's still watching it. And Tony, are you all caught up? Are you ready for Daredevil season two? I'm gonna show the trailer um, for it. Yeah, I, I watched all the Daredevil already. Okay, so yeah, you uh, got caught up there. Um, let's see, we're, we're almost in the midnight. So we should start wrapping up. But was there anything else you saw? Already? I I real quickly I watched Spectre. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is Bond twenty four. <laughs> You're real picky about your Bond too. I'm weird. I, right. I'm like hit or miss. Like yeah, yeah. the the Casino Royale, I hated, but the no, 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 no. You you hated Quantum Solace. Uh, no, I hated Casino Royale, but I loved. I I liked Quantum of Solace. Wait, what? I thought it was the opposite. No, no, no. I didn't like the first Casino Royale. I specifically like, remember eating at a restaurant. No, no, all no. of me went to your house. And you took us to a restaurant. And we were watching it. I have you on video, I'll record you on my phone where you're saying, they found him with a quart of oil in his stomach and you're all upset about it. That's from Quantum of Solace. You no, said, you're right. You're you right. Say that? But I rewatched them all <laughs> and we've talked about this. So Casino Royale was the first one. It has an 8 point on IMDb. And yeah, 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 it was the first one. Yes. And everybody nutted all over him. They just were like, this is. It's it's changing up. It was the first Bond film without all the gadgets, none of that. Like he's just playing poker. And I rewatch it, bores the shit out of me. The second one, Quantum of Solace, starts to go back to the kind of over-the-top Bondish stuff. And so for replayability, it stands up. I, like I enjoy watching it. 6.7 IMDb. Like it doesn't – it – 
you know, I, I I don't know. I just I rewatched it and I'm like Mark Forster. He ended. I think he directed one of the fucking uh, Spider Man films or some shit. Um, I just oh no, he did World War Z. Um, I just liked it more. It just is more fun. Yeah. What and then about, I, uh, I haven't rewatched Skyfall. I remember seeing the theater because I think we picked it on the podcast, and I really need to rewatch it because I haven't rewatched it. It's the first one since Sam Mendes. Um, I remember being slightly dry. Um, uh, it had Javier Bardem as the bad guy. Um, I really need to rewatch it. How do you like Daniel Craig as Bond, though? You think he's the best? Uh. Uh, no, I mean he. I mean he does a version of Bond very well. He's the driest. He's the sort of least charming, most brooding. He's by far the best brooding Bond. Like he's very heavy. He's very serious. He's very dramatic. Um, Pierce Brosnan was very charismatic and very charming and. He was heavy on the ladies' man as opposed to Daniel Craig is much more cutthroat, cold-blooded killer uh, Bond. And a lot of people like that. We obviously look what um, Nolan did with, with the Batman franchise, the heavy, dark, dramatic. And so the Bond – and so the studio just got on board with that with Bond. And it has paid dividends. They make a shit ton of money. Um, and Sam Mendes with Spectre, just like he did with um, Skyfall, is very brooding, very dark, very heavy. Um, especially as the film goes on, it, it's it's sort of the trilogy um, of these three films, or the the it finishes up. I felt it very. It was. Uh, even though I was just IMDBing Bond twenty five is sort of like scheduled. It's more Pierce Bra- or it's more uh, Daniel Craig. Although Sam Mendes isn't going to direct it, um, but I felt like this was a very good sort of end. It kind of wraps up all the previous villains. It does a. It tries to, from a screenplay standpoint, try to point out how this um, bad guy played by Christoph Waltz, which is good. He's very good in it. Um, he sort of was like uh, behind all those other villains. Like, so he's the super duper villain. Uh, but there's this also super duper villain, which is the government who is trying to get rid of the 007 project, which screams the last Mission Impossible movie. And if you watch these movies back to back, which I watched Mission Impossible a couple months ago. The movies are almost cut and paste identical. There, I guarantee you there's some inside work going on in Hollywood because these movies are so similar. And while they do something slightly different, Bond is a little darker, a little heavier. Um, Mission Impossible is a little more lighter. It's a little more comedy-ish. Um, sort of that Tom Cruise, Ethan Hunt thing we've come to love and, and, and adore. Uh, again, you know, you got Ving Rhames in it. You know, what do you expect? Uh, Spectre, very heavy. Christoph Waltz is sort of like trying to channel his uh, uh, the character uh, in uh, The Inglorious Bastards. Uh, Ralph Fiennes, motherfucker's acting his ass off. Um, you know, Monica Bellucci's in it for like eight seconds, but it's all good. Uh, 
the biggest surprise. I was like, is that the guy from WWE, Dave Batista? He's in it. Like yeah. he doesn't he doesn't say anything, but he's in it. <laughs> he's sort of like this odd job character. Um, the movie has an interesting um, uh, splash, not splash, but um, almost remake feel to some earlier Bond films. It has some of the, you know, um, Dave Batista's Hinks, which is the bad guy's right hand man. Just like Odd Job. So if you're familiar, and 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 the actual Christoph Waltz character Blofeld is the the bad guy in an earlier Bond film from 1967 with a scar on his face and all. So it it has this sort of remake quality to it. The production value is very good. It's long. It's a two and a half hour long movie. We, me and Chris watched it in two settings. Um, the action is fine. It's good. Um, it's got sort of all the classic kind of Bond tropes. Um, so it, it's perfectly watchable. Uh, it doesn't do anything bad, but it also doesn't do anything great. I think if it's, I think it's one of those things. If you're a big Daniel Craig fan of the Bond sort of thing, it'll fit right in. It's it's very cut and paste of the other the last couple Bond films. Um, again, the broodingness. It's very serious. It's very dramatic. It's not lighthearted. Um, some of the other characters are a little less kind of, are a little more like kooky, um, kind of how I felt with, um, if you guys recall, um, the, the bad guy in Skyfall, uh, why can't I think of his name now? Um, Javier Bardem, mm-hmm. he sort of played this over the top sort of classic Bond villain and, uh, Kristoff is the same, um, but the movie's always trying to root itself in this heavy, dramatic feel. So um, it gets a dollar, for sure. Um, I'd buy that for a dollar. But I would not be running out to the theater to see this, uh, which is great because it's not in the theater anymore. Um, <laughs> and I certainly wouldn't be running out to see another Sam Mendes-directed Bond starring uh, Daniel Craig. It just, they're just they're, – they're, they don't bring anything new. And so they do feel a little cut and paste, a little copy evidence behind the whole Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, I think there's even a Reddit. Uh, I think, Tony, did, did we ever communicate with that? Um, sounds familiar. Yeah, there was about. this whole Reddit post about how comparing the two, mm-hmm. and there's so many similarities from a screenplay standpoint. It's not even funny. And... Um, I would say Mission Impossible does it slightly better, uh, evidenced by the 7.5 IMDb rating versus the 6.9 of Spectre. So um, the movie doesn't have to be as long as it is. Um, they could easily trim off 20 minutes. So, uh, but yeah, they're worth a watch. They're fun. I mean, they're you know they're done well enough. The acting, the action, you know, special effects, everything. It, it works well enough. So. Right on. So yeah, real quick, so real quick, I um since I'm waiting for the vinyl release for uh, your next that's coming out, um I wanted to revisit it. And uh when the Davison family comes under attack during their wedding anniversary getaway, the gang of mysterious killers soon learns that one of the victims harbors a secret talent for fighting back. Directed by Adam Wingard and the writer Simon Barrett. And Tony, remember we were lucky enough to see the premiere of it at yeah, a Comic Con. 
mm-hmm. with the cast with Barbara Crampton and the director and the writer and Sharni Vincent, the woman that played the badass chick. Now, do you do you remember the movie at all, Will Tony? Um, yeah, I remember the plot a little bit. Yeah, I remember I enjoyed it, but yeah, I was, it holds there. up. It holds up a lot. Um, cool. Yeah, it's really fast paced. You know, it, right in the beginning, you you. Uh, you witness a murder, and it's written. You written. You see in blood written. You're next. And uh, like, you remember that one track kept playing over and over again. That CD, and Shuffle gets its theme of the of the movie. Um, it's on CD. It's on Shuffle, or it's, it's on CD on repeat, and it just keeps playing over and over again. Um, the, you know they get those they get those cool like killers with those like animal masks and it's tormenting people, and it's just really basic. But it's just it just goes all in, man, and, and, and it's fun, and it really held up. I was paying attention more to the music this time around, and I remember like Tony and myself chasing who was Tony Vincent, the main girl in the movie. Um, oh the yeah, Comic Con floor, remember? Yeah, I swear so that just was to get her. a picture Comic Con, or just to get a picture with her. And Tony's like, I swear that's her, that's her. I'm like, guys, let's go. And, and she, looks like she was, she was in a hurry, man, because she was hauling ass, and we were like, come on, come on, let's go. We could never get to see, we, we never, never get to see the front of her face, remember? Her. Nope. We were always just like a step behind. We were cutting through people, cutting through people, and she was, and we were going. We're like, I, I think I, I, I didn't want to call her name just in case it wasn't her, but it, I know. <laughs> kind of wanted to. And then, but at one point, like by the time we got to the t-shirts in the corner, I just came up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she was, okay. She was much, meant to be. She was much oh. better at weaving through the crowd than us. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, cause I just want to tell how badass of a character she was. And, um, and, uh, and yeah, she just did a really great. She did an amazing job. Like I said, this movie is just cool, man. It's just I remember being shelled for a long time. It's come out in 2011, and uh, like same thing, you know, Circuit Festival, darling. Everyone really enjoyed it, but when it finally came out, I don't know if a lot of people saw it. I don't. Know, it's got a 6.5 on but I really enjoyed it. I really fucking like this movie. I give it a very high buy for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. And I think that's it from what I've seen. Um, that wraps it up for everybody too. I I rewatched the uh, the next three days the Russell Crowe Paul Haggis film. Oh yeah, yeah. I wanted to uh, rewatch it. I remember seeing it years ago, really liking it. But uh, and so I wanted Chris to watch it, and she was on the edge of her seat, fucking biting her nails. Nice. Would not put it down. We watched it in one sitting. Uh, the movie gets slighter. It really is that good. I don't uh, want Liam Neeson in the movie. Yeah, he's in it for like a minute. Yeah. yeah January it's, Jones, right? Yeah, or yeah. To the banks. Um, Russell Crowe's really, really good in it. Like, his performance is so goddamn compelling. Um, the screenplay's tight. It's a little over two hours long. It just feels believable like this character like what they're going through um elizabeth banks is probably the weakest character in it but she's not in it a lot because she's in prison the whole film and uh it's it's this character where his wife goes to prison he's convinced she's innocent uh but she's gonna go to jail forever and so he decides he's gonna try to break her out and comedy ensues uh, <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a drama. It's an awesome drama. Um, it's why we go to the movies to be entertained. It's it's you know it's a crime drama romance. There's no romance in it. It's a crime drama. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading. I'm reading the IMDb. It's a crime drama romance. There's no there's no romance in this motherfucker. 
It's just a drama through and through. drama. And uh, I love this. I, I had a lot of fun with this movie. And it's funny because it's you know why it gets a Slater? Because I know exactly what happens at the end. And I'm still watching every second of it. You know what I mean? Oh, like, there it is. <laughs> when you said hijinks and sue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy and sue. So. You're never too late, Tony. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you edit that shit and nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, oh, next three days. Chris, nice. Chris liked it a lot. She really enjoyed it, which I was really happy. Um, and so, yeah, it gets a slated for me because I've rewatched this. And it's a big kind of like spoiler. Like I don't, I, you can't spoil what happens at the end of the movie. Um, so, uh, and chasing yeah. around women and uh, and fast forward. Oh, that's Benny Hill. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, I I, I like that. This movie's nice. really really good. It's just really well done. It's tight. It's tight. Um, yeah, it's very romance. dramatic. No romance. A lot of romance. A lot of lot of mushy. No, no, no. Russell Crowe, man, brilliant director or actor. Um, I'm not tired of him. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go watch some more Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> right on, cool. So, uh, home, you got the homework this week, Harley? I do. Um, we talked about this movie not long ago. Uh, I was actually gonna make it the extra credit, but we realized none of us actually remember anything about it. Um, so speaking of Jack about Schmidt. Okay. Alrighty then. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we talked about this last a week. A man upon retirement embarks on a journey to his estranged daughter's wedding only to discover more about himself and life than he ever expected. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what, I mean, do we, do we watch a lot of, uh, Jack? We don't watch a lot of Jack, so. Well, fine. Watch him, Jack. It's one of the last later films he's done. I'm screaming through Netflix here, and uh, I came across one I haven't seen in a long time. And uh, I think Donaldo just asked him about it, and he was like, a hitman who has no business raising a child unless the kid is a budding assassin with her own score to sell. What happened? (laughs) I totally forgot about that movie. Well, you were going to watch it? or Yeah. Now you got a chance to. Perfect. That's your credit. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Add that to your list, homie. So the professional, sorry, Leon the professional. Yeah, so like I said, um, stay tuned for episode three hundred. Once Tony gets it ready, don't push, don't don't uh, don't rush him. You know he'll get it, he'll get it done when he gets it done, and uh, it'll blow your minds. <laughs> <laughs> there it was. See, um, yeah. So we'll have that, and then you know this three hundred one will come out after that, I guess, uh, right? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll just <laughs> hold off three hundred one until three hundred happens. <laughs> uh, well, cool. That uh, wraps up another episode of the Bad Boys Podcast, episode three hundred and one. In the books, like I said, stay tuned for three hundred video format. You can watch us. Be stupid idiots and give out our top ten of twenty fifteen. Yes, we haven't uh, put that out yet. Dying to find out what our top ten movies of twenty fifteen. I love to watch that video again because I can't remember. I love to see what you guys picked again. So, mostly watching me being drunk again. <laughs> uh, boy. 
So I, I want to just uh, wrap up and say I'm your host, Paul, and say we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life. Beautiful.